Exodus chapter 3, verses 4 and 5. But when the kindness of God, our Savior, and His love for mankind appeared, He saved us. Micah 6, 8. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and walk humbly how does your faith affect the way that you're kind? Join us each week as we dig into God's Word with a guest. And at Revitalized Kindness, we believe that through Christ, we are a new creation, revitalized. And as we follow Him, we can revitalize kindness in our own culture. Welcome to Revitalized Kindness Podcast. My name is David Weaver. And I'm Yvette Walker. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. And this is just sort of a conclusion of episode two. Looking back at season two, just kind of going down memory lane a little bit today and just to end and um, with, with the final thoughts that we have on the season, things that we may have learned throughout the way, things that we hope that some people will have taken or been able to take some nuggets of information, whether that's an article that we read or something we may have said or a guest may have said um, that you can take if you're having a tough time with faith and just either have unplugged a little bit. Uh, maybe you're still faithful in the sense going to church from time to time, or maybe you've taken a, a bigger step back where your faith has been sh- uh, shook or you are in disbelief or maybe just having uh, trouble to believe a part of the faith or things about Jesus or the miracles. It could be many, many, many things we know. We we know and understand. And and as we've gone through this season, we understand that everybody's in a different place there. So we've tried our best to cover a little bit of all of that. And so we'll go back through that this evening. And uh, welcome back, Yvette. Welcome back, me, because we've, it's been a minute since we've got one out, and, uh, but we're excited to be here. So how, how is Yvette doing? Doing well. Had, um, was a little, had some sickness going on a couple of weeks ago, which is part of the reason why we've had to push this, but I'm feeling right. much better. And it's, I love the fact that we're going back through. I mean, I'm just looking, just looking back at some of the episodes, like, wow, this was a good season. We had some good stuff in yeah. here. We, we did. We, we, again, we try to spread out some different ideas, some objections to faith, some things that just people may just have having a hard time with. We know that depression and anxiety and all sorts of things creep up in people's lives. Those things take over um, when we should be letting our faith kind of take over, but it, it's, it's easier, easier said than done. Right. In, yeah. in many cases. Um, and so, yeah, I believe the season has been good. Wish, wish it could have been longer, but there's just so many things that I know we want to cover throughout different seasons. And, um, and we may mention in, in a little bit what the next season may entail a little bit, but we'll, we'll get more uh, to, or we'll get to that later. To start out with, I want to read, it was something I intended on reading in our first episode. So our first episode was just unplugged faith. We're trying to explain what what is that because a lot of people may not have heard it um, framed that way. Yeah, and I just want to jump a, in here. I just yeah. want to jump in real quick because um, this I and mean, we talked about you know the fact that it would have been great if we got I mean we got a little bit more. We've got twelve great episodes in here, and if you're listening to this and you have not had a chance or you've missed an episode, please go to Revitalize Kindness everywhere you can hear. Um, podcasts because there's some good stuff in there. And I think um, if you miss some episodes, um, you know, we would love for you to be blessed by them. So just a little, just wanted to mention that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And just like everywhere we're Apple, Apple, Spotify, a lot of your major networks, Google. Uh, I know that's another Google podcast, but just many, many others that I can't remember right off the top of my head. However, um, you know, I will say that, uh, the last episode that we did about encouragement, 
I, I hope that we've sprinkled a little bit of encouragement in each one of those episodes. I so enjoyed that last episode because I love that idea of encouragement. We need more of it. Um, and I think that's a big part of where we're at and why we are where we are in faith. Sometimes we're, we're you know, we, we may not, no, nobody may not be reaching out to, or no one may not be reaching out when we need that helping hand or that, 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 that little bit of encouragement in our faith. And um, so it's always a good right idea to do that. And that's where we, that's what we discussed last time. But yeah, hopefully there's some encouragement through each episode through this past season or through season two. So I'm going to read this real quick. I didn't, again, we didn't get a chance to read it in episode one. This is from the book of Mark in chapter nine. And you may recognize this story. And it starts at verse 17. I'm just going to read through this. Um, someone, and this is starting at verse 17, someone from the crowd answered him, teacher, I brought my son to you. He has a spirit that makes him unable to speak. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. I asked your disciple to drive it out, but they couldn't. He replied to them. You unbelieving generation, how long will I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring me or bring him to me. So they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him, it immediately threw the boy into convulsions. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening to him? Jesus asked his father. From childhood, he said, and many times it has thrown him into fire or water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can, everything is possible for the one who believes. And immediately the father of the boy cried out, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Now, a couple things about this. I love this passage because, it, again, like I was telling Yvette earlier, it just seems so honest in the dialogue <clears throat> between Jesus and the Father. And how many times do we find ourselves out there, folk, where we're saying that, I do believe, help my unbelief. Like, we, we do have belief in Jesus and what he did for us on the cross. But today I'm having a hard time with my unbelief. And my unbelief may, you know, again, it's just, I think sometimes we, we ride that fine line. What, what, what do you say that you feel like sometimes that's just some, everybody experiences that type of thing. Oh yeah. That is a, you know, that, that scripture, that quote, I, I struggle with that uh, a little bit in the beginning. I, I wondered, well, what does that mean? I believe help my unbelief, but even though we believe we are, I always say this, we are flawed human beings. And there are times when, even though we believe that unbelief creeps in a little bit. Right. And so, um, you know, while I have struggled with that, I, I'm so glad you had a chance to read this. I love this um, because I think it does show that raw honesty, like you said, and um mm -hmm. It just, you know, it makes it clear that we certainly are not perfect at all. Um, and, you right. know, Jesus, you know, when, when he says, when the man says, well, I asked your disciples, I asked your disciples to heal him and they couldn't. <laughs> I think Jesus right. was as perturbed with the disciples as well as the man, you know, yeah. like, come on now. We're going like, to have a sidebar later with the disciples too, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. We got to talk. Let's exactly. Go pray together um but yeah yeah i mean you know i feel like that maybe and i'm uh having i read honestly i didn't look at commentaries or anything but um I, I wonder if it's like you know like sometimes we 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 definitely have like a faith we all say well i have faith and i believe but I, sometimes i wonder like the ratio of how much we believe in his power versus our power mm-hmm you know, like sometimes I think we may be teetering the line towards, you know, it's, it's in whatever I can do 
and how much I can pray or whatever the case is, you know, prayer is always good, but I'm just saying just like what our, what our, what our, what our part is versus like what Jesus can do. Like, cause he, you know, he kind of the way that the guy framed that to Jesus, um, you know, and Jesus come back and said, if you can, don't you know that I, that I can, I mean, so yeah, I think there's just a, yeah. And so, yeah, faith is like that. And so this is reason why, again, why we thought this was such a great topic as we was thinking about what, what is season two going to be about? Mm-hmm. And, and one, of the, one of the things that we, we spoke about on this uh, episode one was we mentioned like, well, you know, what are some ways or causes that may lead us to unplug? And we, we mentioned culture, politics, misunderstandings about scripture, being busy, idols in our lives, being hurt by the church and, and or another Christian. And, you know, funny thing is we had that list there and I, and I can't remember if I really was thinking about what all episodes we were going to hit, but we ended up talking about a lot of that stuff. We ended, we ended up talking about the culture because that was the, I think it was the next episode, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was either two or three. Yeah, yeah. it was two. It was two. Right. Episode two, navigating between faith and culture. And, and then right, I think it was episode five, we talked to Scott Disler about being hurt by the church. So there was a lot of good content there. So let's look, let's think about season or not season, episode two navigating between faith and culture and that's just one that we really always need to be kind of in the back of our minds as we navigate let's put on our biblical worldview lenses and and sometimes that's hard to do and i think that's where a lot of times we get tripped up because we get i think we get so invested in the culture easy to do right oh yeah because the culture is good about promoting itself you know whether that's you know through media whether that's just trends marketing you know whatever things get hyped up we get involved we get super involved there um with 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 the changes and the trends and all of those kinds of things but but we 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 often leave faith behind and we get more interested i guess in what the what the culture is saying about about things so we had that and that was a great i think that was a great conversation um and again episode three we had social media ethics so we're talking about social media or the media influence oh yeah we kind of went into that a little bit more took a deep dive into thinking about how does uh how can we as christians present ourselves well on on social media Correct. And so I, I just, I love that episode. Um, I thought that was a good, like, like, when I think of ethics, sometimes one, one book that I think about in, in the Bible is the book of James. And mm. um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good nuggets in there. It's just very practical. You know, it's just a great letter. You don't, you know, some letters you read, especially Paul's letters, you've got to get through the the theological stuff in the first couple chapters or so mm-hmm. and, and then you get to the practical typically that's the way paul writes and um the james is just more or less practical all the way through i really like that um anything stood out between in those any of the ones i've mentioned so far episode three social media navigating between faith and um the culture well i mean the ethics it? Yeah, the ethics episode is really important to me because um, I I have taught ethics before. I'm actually teaching it in this semester. I'm teaching uh, journalism ethics. I've taught that and media ethics before. And, um, you know, I have a textbook. Obviously, we talk about a lot of philosophers. Um, and there is one of the philosophies that we teach does have a Judeo-Christian uh, base to it. It's called uh, universal law. Basically, is treat others like you wish you'd be treated. You know, right, um, right. so so while I you know I don't use the Bible necessarily as a textbook, I was really pleased to see that those Judeo-Christian ethics are are very much at the forefront of a lot of what people do. 
Um, there are some other ethical philosophies that other people have, but um, so I love talking about this stuff because I think it is something that we take with us every single day. Um, how right. we, as you said, how we present ourselves on social media, um, the kinds of things we say, how we respond to other people. Are we, are we good Christians online? And, um, you know, that's, we certainly do tell our students, be careful what you put on your profiles. You know, you're going to be looking for jobs, make sure there's right. nothing there that's inappropriate. But I mean, but just, you know, in, in this, what we're talking about now, um, you know, are we the kind of Christian online that we say we are in real life? And I think sometimes people get hung up on the fact that um, they think they can say things um, because it's somewhat anonymous, but it's never anonymous. So I think we always have to remember that we need to be good Christians everywhere in real life. I are when they say IRL in real life or online. That's right. You know, often we represent our companies better. We represent our own faith because I know like a lot of times companies are, are really, I mean, it depends on where you work, but they can be really hardcore about how you represent yourself on social media. Mm -hmm. And a lot of companies anymore have social media policies. Um, and, and you can get a lot of, into a lot of trouble if you, you know, do something out of character, I suppose, whatever their, you know, whatever their guidelines are for behavior and um, ethics and things like that. <clears throat> and often you can't like, for example, you can't share political views or religious views or anything. And unless, yeah. you know, unless yeah. you separate yourself from the company on social media, that's the way our company works anyway. It's like we've mm -hmm. got this thing, we everybody signs it. And if you're, if you're going to be vocal, you got to make sure you don't have anything about that company on there or their company. And so, yeah, yeah but, here, but here's the thing. And I've always, I've never worked for a job where I could disassociate myself. When I was a journalist, I was a journalist 24 seven. I was representing the newspaper or the website. Now as an educator, everyone knows I'm an educator. I can never get away from that. And nor should I, I'm a Christian. More and more people are finding out I'm a Christian. I mean, I'm being more, I'm being more vocal about it. Obviously this is what I feel like I'm called to do. So Everyone's, you know, 24 seven, I'm a Christian 24 seven. So we've got to, we, we've got to own that and we've got to wear that no matter where we are. That's right. We got to represent um, everywhere we are. You're right. Because if we don't, we're not going to be heard. Uh, social media, that's just the way social media works. And that's mm -hmm. the way life in general seems to work anymore. The louder you are, the, the more well you're going to be heard. But you know, um, I think that a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of people of faith may be scared online to do that because people do get kind of rough online and, you know, yeah, they we, do. Um, and, you know, they're, they're so hateful. That's what got me in doing the final, you know, if, if you guys remember, if you we talked about it on previous episodes, it's what got me doing this podcast in the first place was just me noticing how we were behaving towards one another. Mm -hmm. everyone not just christian just everyone in general and it and it really um it really concerned me i was like well what can we do i want to put something positive out there and i think kindness is underrated we need to talk more about that and honestly kindness is underrated to christians too just to be honest with you i mean i'm reading a book right now and i think i'm going to bring this in the next season a little bit um there's this book by andrew murray old old writer i can't even remember where <laughs> when this was written probably in the 1800s but at any rate um it, it's about humility and mm. that's one of these ideas that he says if this doesn't exist if humility doesn't exist he's like basically you you've got it all wrong right so i'm, I'm reading this and I'm just amazed at some of the things he's been saying thus far but i think kindness humility and love those three things or three things that I've always pushed with my girls, uh, you know, my, my, my children. And I will with Dawson once he understands what I'm talking about. But yeah, I've been trying to, you know, say, look, these are three things that I think are important. And I think they're important within the church. And as, as, so as Christians, if we're not projecting that 
and being that um, in Christ, then we're, we're not we're not being ambassadors for Christ in that way. We can tell others about Christ. We can tell them about the good news. But we can also be kind to people, build bridges with people, um, exercise some humility. And I think that's the part with social media. It's so hard for people to exercise humility. Everybody wants to get the last word or the last GIF or something, you know, and gets a little ridiculous sometimes, right? Yeah. All right. So, but yeah, and, and those things are hurtful. And so we had this other episode where we talked to Scott Disler, a special guest of ours, and it was about people being hurt by the church. So we don't all, we just don't, hey, it's not just social media that hurts people. It's church people hurting other church people. And, and so, you know, it's, it's, it happens everywhere. Um, and so we, we thought that's important. I thought that was an important episode. I know that you, you, you agreed with me, but it, I've heard so many stories personally about people leaving the church, leaving the faith, even not just the church, not just a church to go to another church. Now I've heard of that too. Yeah. But I've heard of people leaving the faith period because they say, well, the church is full of hypocrites. And, and I, you know, so, um, you know, your faith really has no merit and I don't want to be a part of this anymore. So they walk away from the faith. And so that's another thing we got to try to get a hold of is, is, is a way that we brothers and sisters are towards one another within the body of Christ. But then as we have new people come in and, you know, a lot of people that go to church, sometimes they're just curious. Um, and, yeah. and maybe they don't have a, a, a good walk with and Maybe, maybe they're, maybe they're like, maybe they've, uh, more associated with faith, but they just haven't been practicing a walk. And they're like curious, like, how did, how do I do this? I mean, church seems like the logical place to go. And then, and then they go. And then, so if they, if they meet people hurting people within the church and things like that, then that's going to be a big turnoff. Right. So they're going to be like, okay, it no different from the world, not seeing anything different. So we'll, why why should i um be part of this faith or be part of this church so another important episode i thought um we you know we talked a little bit in, in episode six we had a uh gentleman by the name of jake he was on there he's president of theophany media and we talked about christian identity and so i That's thought an that important was important one yeah yeah, you got to understand who you are and what that's all about, right? And so, um, and I and I think that when, well, I, I can't remember everything that we spoke about. I was going to look up some notes on that one because that, that I, I, I love that episode. Um, but one thing that comes to mind <clears throat> is, is just the fact that, um, you know, it, it's like with anything, if you say that you're a chemist or say that you're a computer engineer, but you never study it. Is it just a title or, or you know, or, or if you say that I'm Dr. Weaver, mm -hmm. doctor of what? Did you go to school? No, but I'm Dr. Weaver. So identity is important. There, Sometimes identity just is, is a merit thing, like, like doctors and nurses. And, you know, we, we have these names, Mr., Mrs., all those different things like that. But, you know, to say that you're Christian um, is one thing, but to understand what that means is another, right? And so we, we had a lot. Um, let me see what I can find on that. But that was a great episode, Identity. He, he wrote a book, I believe, right? And it was about yeah. these seven identities, right? Yeah, it's, it's the, he's the author of Who We Are, Seven Christian Identities to, to Shape Your Life. We unpacked only three of the seven. But while you're looking that up, I agree with you. On my, on my website, on my, you know, about me page, I say, hi, I'm Yvette Babs Walker, journalist, educator, podcaster, and a Christian, though not in that order. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I, I say like right that. there. <laughs> Good. 
yeah let's read this from the the this was from that interview and um i think this was something that uh, that kind of resonated with all of us it was it says here in many ways our culture has prepared us for uh this moment in history where we could potentially take the the his out of history uh we're more self-focused self-conscious self-obsessed in these times uh, many have become self-isolated and that was we're kind of referencing uh maybe covid and then maybe some other things that keep us isolated like social media mm-hmm. and, and in the midst of social media i said i think we have become self-willed which can be defined as unyielding to the desires or concerns or opinions of others ed cunnington which i think he was a writer, cunningham sorry ed cunningham once said friends are those rare people who ask how we are and then wait for the answer or wait to hear the answer. But there I was just, I was just talking about like all these things that I think we sort of become like, and again, a lot of that's just self is self-focused, self-conscious, self-obsessed where we, you know, when you're in Christ, you're not really into yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't mean you don't love yourself. It just means that you know, there's something greater out there than you, uh, worthy of your your time and your attention and your honor and your um, and your worship. And and a lot of times we don't we don't find ourselves there. I mean, because we get busy in the hustle and bustle. We got deadlines. We got a lot yeah. of me stuff. Oh yeah. My calendar, my objectives, my task my family my this that and the other and and those things are very important and so we would never say let them all go for for jesus but unless jesus calls you sometimes jesus calls look he went to peter and he says put your net down leave your livelihood and and come follow me so there might be this time where jesus calls people um in a in a radical way uh, that may change their lives completely but often he just calls us just to him so that we're in Christ and we love and we love him and we love him no matter where we're at. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we're kept in our jobs and we're kept in our hobbies or whatever. So that way that we can, like you were saying earlier, just no matter, you know, if we're at the job, I'm going to let people know I'm not afraid to, I'm not going to deny who I am. Right. And so often that's our ministry. You know, you don't have to be in a church to, per se to be in ministry. You can minister to others everywhere, right? And so I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, many of us, many of us who are podcasters or authors believe that we have, you know, an online ministry or a ministry of encouragement or trying to explore, like you do, um, some fruits of the spirit. And like I do on my show, some fruits of the spirit that we believe more people need to talk about and hear about. So all these, all these are ministries. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. So we spent a lot of time talking about identity, understanding who we are in Christ. And then there was some, some latter episodes, um, like for example, episode eight, episode 10 and episode seven. So seven, eight, 10, seven was the enemy is at work or in this case, public school, number eight, good versus evil. And, and number 10 was Old Testament versus New Testament God. Now for me, these three episodes sort of was talking about this dark, the darkness. All right. Well, and two episodes in particular. So let's just look real quick. And I'm not going to rehash all this, but episode seven was this episode where we discovered that there is these Satan clubs and churches or not church in schools. And they're trying to like, I don't know, sort of like mimic in, in some fashion the good news clubs that are in schools and um, gain popularity because apparently these good news club schools, uh, good news club schools have been very popular. There's big numbers and they're everywhere. They're all over the world, as a matter of fact. And now that in the United States, the uh, satanic temple is trying to institute a, a lot of these things and get to the children and, and, and maybe whatever. I, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate what they're doing. Um, I haven't studied it. We, we did read some things. 
which were a, a little unnerving. Remember, you read some things. They got videos out there and <clears throat> other things on their website. Um, and yeah. so I think one of the thing that we, things that we looked at in, in this effort to mimic the good news clubs or in this effort to say, well, you have Christian after-school clubs, so we should be able to have our religious freedom after-school club is what they're saying. But what they did was they used these cartoony things, making Satan seem like, like a cartoon, like a little, like a friend, like that is offensive, number one. It's not true. It's a lie. So it's, it's more, you know, listen, if you want to say, if you want to say, I believe in Satan and it's my religious freedom to do so, and you let the, you know, you let the Christian clubs in and let me in. If you want to say that, I disagree with you, but if you want to say that, then just come clean and don't use a little cartoon. I mean, I, I remember seeing this when I was just like, it was ridiculous. Don't use like a little cartoon looking demon looking all cute. I mean, don't do that. Just come out and say, I believe in Satan and, I, and we feel like we should have these clubs. Why lie about it? I'm with you. I mean, because, you know, like this all takes me back to, I'm thinking about in that episode, Good versus Evil. Mm -hmm. We went over, you know, of course, I think a lot about Ephesians 6.12 um, and thinking about things like this, you know, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Um, you know, we were talking about these different realms we couldn't see. We got into our multiverse conversation on that episode, but yes. the point was we were, we were thinking about like, uh, you were trying to like pick apart good versus evil, but the thing is evil is this orchestrated thing from from the devil and we got to remember that he's real right mm -hmm. and there, there are demons and there is this realm that we we just don't we don't know everything about and, and but it's there we got to understand that it's there and it's working it's working in our world mm -hmm. and it's working against us more than anything christians i mean um because we're the ones that need to be taken away from god the the object or the objective for them, for demons, for Satan, for evil, for evilness, is the fact that they don't want us to have a relationship with God, mm -hmm. um, or Satan doesn't want us to have a relationship with God. He wants us to be as prideful as he was being prideful when he was kicked out of heaven in the first place. Um, <clears throat> and so she said the show, and, and we're going to rewind, and hopefully I can edit this right, folks, because we were having this sidebar conversation, but there's a show it's called Little Demon. Have you heard of the show? No, I haven't. Uh-uh. Okay. All right. Uh, will you look it up real quick and see if you yeah. can get a synopsis? We'll, sure. we'll, we'll put that out there in just a second. Okay. But we were talking about how shows are, there's a lot of sh evil in shows. And of course, that's been there. But I think as we like, we deal and wrestle as Christians with good and bad, good and evil, and that's kind of what that show our, our, our episode was about just the wrestling with that and that's a that's another thing with faith how do we get unplugged sometimes well sometimes the, the devil either whispers things in our ears or makes things appealing and and you know to our senses and such and such and so and, and shows can do that too because some shows are so dark I'm, I'm like you Yvette I've had to stop watching shows just because like I used to love I'm gonna lie to you I used to love Criminal Minds. I still like it. I still want to watch it a lot of times, but the show just has so many crazy episodes. Like, and I think they're mm -hmm. like real. I don't know if they're real to life, but I mean, and I imagine there is some crazy people that they they kind of show like these crazy killers and serial killers and all this in, in their show. Um, I've always been a crime drama um, guy. I've always loved those kinds of shows. Yeah. So I kind of levitate or, you know, go that way. Um, but that one, it, it, it's hard for me because of some of the horrific things that some of their, their, you know, their criminals do that they have on that, on that show. Um, now little demon is a new show that I believe is coming out. I'm not sure if it hit. Yet, it, yeah, it is. It is out. It is out now. 
Um, it is on ABC and it started in late August. Okay. Is there a description on that? <laughs> yes, there is. I'm going to read it to you. After, after being impregnated by the devil, a reluctant mother and her antichrist daughter attempt to live an ordinary life in Delaware. It's a cartoon. It's animated, which again, doesn't surprise me because that's what that after school club tried to do, right? It's like a cartoon. So it's, it's, it's animated and um, it's, it looks like it's comedy. You know, I haven't seen it. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I will not be watching it. No, it doesn't sound too good for us. Because uh, <laughs> I hear the word antichrist. I mean, and then, you know, basically devil spawn. And those two things in a... Now, yeah. who put the show out? Which network does it the say? ABC. All right, you is, know who ABC... Owned by Disney. Yes. Yep, owned by Disney. I ain't going to say nothing. I'm not going to start a Disney, cons- Disney conspiracy because I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to... Hey, I'm not going to be... Uh, hypocritical here i like star wars disney owns star wars now that's right can't help it i'm gonna watch star wars unless it gets cray cray uh but so far (laughs) so good but they got a lot coming out though there's a lot in the pipeline for star wars marvel i like marvel but marvel's starting to mess mess around too much with certain episodes just certainly there's little there's little hints to um you know, basically political items that are hot topics, hot, you know, things. Yeah. You know, like whatever, gender and all these different things. So they're going to start experimenting with that. It seems like um, there's just a lot. There's just a lot around Disney. They've made statements apparently um, and are really pushing the envelope in certain areas. And a lot of that is, of course, I think homosexuality and stuff to make it more like I heard one person say, or actually I read a comment because they were happy. They were making a comment about some of those shows and Disney stance there. They, they, their comment was that they were glad that Disney was doing that so that it would be more normalized. And so normalized is a, is the big word for me because we can get to a point if we're not careful and normalize anything, right? Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I just read an article last week and i don't have that article with me i apologize if i can find it i'll put it in the show notes but <clears throat> well maybe no it was a tiktok not an article so someone speaking there was their psychiatrist their child psychiatrist and they were saying and, and and it was a woman just for reference um but she was saying that uh, that she thinks that um she wouldn't use the word pedophilia. She kept using the phrase, um, oh gosh, what did she say? Anyway, I'll, I'll think of it. She wouldn't use the word pedophilia though. She, she was saying that she thinks that we should normalize the, that. Yeah, like, yeah, because, yeah. Because it's just it's like any other thing. She was making some comments like, it's just like other things that we've kind of normalized. We need to normalize this because it's just how people feel, right? If an older man likes a younger, it's just the way that they feel. It's it's not an evil thing, or it's not. I can't remember her words, so I'm not going to put words in her mouth. But well, basically first of all, first of all, it's against the law, so that's that's a different that's a different kind of issue. It's yeah, against, it is. it's, a, it's against the law currently. But I, I just I, I hope that this doesn't happen. But I you know that, that's the, my my little warning. I hope we don't get down that trail though where. Yeah. eventually and it could be 20 years from now as we normalize everything that all these things that sound horrific to us right now don't sound that bad in 20 or 30 years mm-hmm. um because again we got to remember there is a a realm that wants us to do things that are outside the plans of god and so mm-hmm. if we read scripture those things are not spoken well of and we, we shouldn't do those things right so we are Let's look. We are on episode. Well, which one was that? I lost track of that. Well, that was. Uh, we were talking about good versus evil. All right. Good episode eight. Evil. So that was eight. 
had one episode called Back to the Basics. I was just trying to like, okay, we've had some evil. We've talked about evil for a couple episodes. So let's get back to the basics. And that's just prayer and reading scripture. And, you know, again, just being in, in Christ or uh, uh, not just being in Christ, but just like uh, I put one quote on there. A.W. Tozer once said, what comes to our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And so if we don't understand who God is and through his scripture and through the readings of his word, then what does come to mind? Probably not a lot. Um, or it may be what comes to mind, unfortunately, is what your neighbor said. But we just we, we're not getting it from from his word. And, and you know, you ever play that game? Yeah. Uh, you got to be careful what your neighbor said or what your friend says about something in faith, because if you ever played that game where you whisper something in somebody's ear, and by the time you get to the ninth person, it's a little different. So we yes. got to be careful that it's from God's word and, and matches God's word. So we talked about our back to the basics. And then um, episode 10, Old Testament versus New Testament God was just this thing. Like, that's a big objection. And that's the reason we put that in there. You know, a lot of people say, well, your God in the Old Testament was very evil, was this, this kind of God. And so we we did some explaining on that, and it was a good episode. In episode 11, um, faith and the gospel. And I think this is one I might have did solo, but um, on that episode, I just took a quick dive into multiple scriptures to show the connection between our faith and the gospel. So I just did a, a quick dive into some scripture, talked about that, because that's something I hope I can do, by the way, or we can do in season three and, and moving on moving down the line whatever our topic is for that for that for that season is that we talk about the gospel in relation to that topic yeah because the gospel should be center in of our focus and last but not least we talked about encouragement and we talked about that at the top of the show that's just so important it's underrated and mr brian sexton was great on that episode and he is he's the ultimate encourager and he's attention intentional about it yeah um and i really enjoyed that and we talked about food a lot on that episode too <laughs> talking about food's always great and we talked about pimento cheese and that's even better no <laughs> so anyway i i just think you know we again we covered a lot we couldn't cover everything i'm sure there's things on your mind that or things that we, we we didn't cover that that you may be dealing with but just know that you know i would connect to somebody if you're if you're having a tough time and you know you obviously you may not be able to reach us but surely you have friend or somewhat somebody in a family that that maybe goes to a church or maybe you've been to a church before just and um and, and maybe you had some decent experiences there but for whatever reason are, are not a not a big part of that church anymore or that the body of Christ but I encourage you to to reach out um, I encourage our our Christian brothers and sisters out there that are strong in the faith to be to be present all right be listening be looking for brothers and sisters that are hurting that are confused that just need encouragement because I mean, that's God's work right there, right? And Jesus did it. He was, he encouraged his disciples. He spent three years, um, nothing but love and kindness with the way that he, he treated them. And of course, he, he pointed to the Pharisees when they asked what the biggest, what's the most important law of all the laws that were written, right? That's to love God and love others, right? And so, Love God with everything that you have. And we got to love others too. And we can't forget that part. You know, sometimes we, we think it's just enough to go to church. Love God with everything that we have. To show everybody else everything that we're doing. We got, we, we lead a prayer meeting. I'm a deacon. I lead this. I bake cakes. Yada, yada, yada. Whatever you do. Those are important things. Not discrediting it. Not discrediting that. But remember what 1 Corinthians, the letter in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the chapter of love, said you can do all these things, but without love, it's really nothing. I mean, what's the point, right? 
And so if we're doing these things just because they're things, they're, they're, they're checklist things that we think we have to do, because that's just traditionally what my church does when somebody's sick or this, that, and the other, then just take a second to step back and really think about what God would have us do or how God would have us look at those situations. God, you know, um, I'm going to go back to that verse that I read at the top of the episode um, really quick. And again, in verse 22, this was in Mark chapter 9, in verse 22, Jesus asked, how long has this been happening to him? Talking about the boy who was dealing with so much, right? With the demon that was, he was possessed by this demon. So he asked, how long? And from childhood, the father said, and, and, and many times this demon threw my, my child into the fire or water to, to try to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Sometimes we got to do as Jesus would do and have compassion. Um, and, and, and just like that, that father who had faith, but there was disbelief too at the same time or unbelief. I think unbelief is what it says. So we, we struggle, but so sometimes it's just being vocal about that to somebody reaching out, connecting with someone. Don't be ashamed of that. <clears throat> and at other times just being aware and as a Christian, and if you're involved in the church, you need to be, need to be doing that with each other. Um, you got any any final thoughts or words for us? Mm-hmm. And I just say this: um, it's um, yeah, it's important pe- to bring people to church to to have our eyes and ears open for people who are broken and who need this. But for the people who are at church already, you don't know what it took for them to get there. Um, I've heard I heard several stories today about people driving down the street and literally being called to turn into the parking lot and they didn't even know what was going on. So we don't know what has happened for them to get there. And then once they're there, if we do something to hurt them, we are standing in God's way. Mm-hmm. So we, we, need to, we need to show compassion. We need to be welcoming um, and we need to you know, love God, love people, like you said. Amen. Yeah. Because Jesus says that's the greatest commandment. I, I ain't gonna argue with it. <laughs> if you if you understand what scripture says, you, you understand that that's it. I mean, all those other laws and commandments that is encompassed within those things. If you think about being obedient and following God's precepts and laws. That's loving him with everything that you've got. But then loving others, showing compassion, encouragement. When Paul wrote, many times when he wrote these letters to the churches, there was a section of, of the, in the greeting that was encouragement, no matter what issue they were having. Yeah. Because we all got issues. There was a section in the beginning, typically, of encouragement. And that's what we got to remember is that, and somebody reminded me that of that the other day, and I'll say this, and then I'll, and I'll, and we'll end this, but over the last couple of years, even the last year, especially, we've heard a lot of people in our faith that have deconstructed what they're calling deconstruction in the faith, but basically just stepped away or done horrible things, leaders and such and such. Right. And I was talking to somebody the other day about one of those leaders. And I'll mention the name because everybody knows the name, Robbie Zacharias. There's, you can read that if you don't know the story on Robbie. Uh, Robbie, though, was a highly respected apologist, did some terrible things, apparently, the, the, the way the story goes. Um, but the point being is the gentleman that I was talking to, um, he told us just to remember that um, the grace the grace that God gives. Um, he says, often we're really quick to push somebody to the side if they do one wrong thing. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not minimizing what Robbie did at all, but 
I think in our in our psyche and way we work sometimes, we're willing to push people aside or disregard people if we hear or or call them hypocritical, you know, those types of things. We just gotta be careful about that because again, we push people away, we push our faith away. We're 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 really quick to just push things to the side if it doesn't make sense to us. But we gotta remember God and 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 God didn't ever say it was gonna be easy. Um but God is a God of grace and a God of love. And unfortunately, we never, we'll never get to hear Robbie's explanation of those horrible things that he was accused of. But all that to say is that, you know, even, even, even men or women in ministry, as great as he was, we all have fallacies and some greater, obviously, some less but there's a great God out there that is willing to forgive. There is a God that is full of grace. And there's a, there's a God that sent his son to the cross and died for your sins when you didn't deserve it and when I didn't deserve it. And that's the good news. And so no matter what we've done, no matter what we've been through, no matter where we are right this moment, um, just know that Jesus loves you. And that's sort of the message for this season, Unplugged Faith. Now, next season, we're going to get into talking about what is biblical kindness. So that's going to be a good one, too, because I think we're really going to realize, like, there's two sides of that. There is this kindness from God and what he did in his kindness, and then this expectation now, or not even really. So there might be an expectation, but then there's these gifts, too, that we get, right, from the Spirit, which is really cool. So there's a lot to unpack. And I think we'll probably take about 10 to 12 episodes on that one as well, Yvette. But I'm excited for us to talk about that because now we've talked about what does unplugged faith look like and how do we get there? It's just now like, let's just, let's, 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 uh, like, let's settle in this moment or this, this space where we have this great God that's so good. And, and, and because of his goodness, there's like so many great things that can come from us too for others. And so I'm excited to talk about that. Looking forward right. to it. Yes. So we'll, we'll, that'll be coming out soon. We want to, again, thank you for hanging out with us this season. Hope to see you next season or hear from, hear from you next season. And until next time, we'll, we'll see you on the next one.